0: Well, in New Zealand, a Christian high school teacher has had his registration cancelled and he's been uh, sacked, removed, uh, after refusing to use the pronouns of a transgender student. Here in Queensland, if you are 12, some wonderful news. You can go and change the gender on your birth certificate without your parents' permission, without any chemical, surgical, or any other sort of intervention. That's if you are as young as 12, grade sixes, and gay penguins, Sven and Magic help children understand sexuality syllabus to primary school students in New South Wales. Welcome to Pride Week, part four. Pride Month, Part 4. Great intro, and then I said Pride Week. Pride Month. So the madness continues. My name is Steve. Welcome to Christianity Out Loud. If you're a Christian, get on board with what we're doing here. Stand up, be counted, all of that. So, uh, teaching teacher loses his job over trans student pronoun case shouldn't surprise you that that is from New Zealand the student evidently is 14 years old had a quote preferred male name and quote uh, refused to call the student by his preferred name and pronouns so yeah I guess I can sympathize a little bit with the student Um, change your name to whatever you want really doesn't worry me Uh, if you're Mary one day and you're Michael the next day very happy to call you Michael change your name to whatever you want Uh, but if you were a girl Mary one day and a girl identifying as boy Michael the next day, I'll call you Michael, but you're still a girl. (sighs) A teacher later met with a student during a morning tea break and told him gender went against his Christian beliefs. Now I like the way that this article has just referred to this uh, student as he, so well done Chloe Whelan, uh, author of said article, nice framing there. Uh, And, of course, it goes on to, you know, bash the teacher. Not literally, verbally, you know, metaphorically. All of that, you know, it's his Christian belief. It's homosexuality. It's sinful. The article bangs on about that. The teacher vehemently denied any misconduct while representing himself. Probably his first mistake there. uh, Against the core Christian belief. So, you know, just it is... Yet another example where all of what these trans activists jump up and down and go, it's all about inclusion, you go, yeah, but it's not. It's not. It really isn't. If it was about inclusion, then I'd be able to have my opinion that a girl is a girl. But you don't like that opinion. You particularly don't like it coming from people like teachers you're more interested in the uh, teacher dressing up in some sort of rainbow unicorn outfit, telling six-year-old boys about anal sex. That's what you want. I don't want that. Um, So, man, the man can no longer work as a teacher in New Zealand, had his registration completely and utterly uh, cancelled. He's just resigned from the position. Uh, And it goes on, you know, teachers need to help learners think critically about issues. Oh, think critically about issues. Hmm, like maybe you're not a boy, maybe you're a girl. That'd be thinking critically about an issue, I would have thought. And of course, it's set up so that the teacher has to use the student's preferred pronouns and all of this stuff. Uh, It's all about, it's really about the difference that can make for a young person to have the name and pronouns respected at school. It helps to be a safe place for them. <sighs> you know, if he lived in a country where there was true, you know, freedom of speech type uh, legislation, he'd be able to sue the government, I would have thought. Uh, but he doesn't. As far as I'm aware, New Zealand doesn't have any actual freedom of speech. Um, it, Flows one way, tolerance, diversity, all of that other rubbish only flows one way. So, should we be surprised? No. Should we absolutely be standing up for this teacher? Yes, we should. Wish I knew your name, sir, because I would give you a shout out here and I would, me and my little platform would at least try and do something to help you. So, I can find any information, I'll put it on one of my various socials. Try and help this guy out if we can. So here in Queensland, legislation was just passed that students, children really as young as 12, so it's not just children, but it's anybody from ages 12 and up. And yes, some students aged 12 here are still in grade six of the primary or elementary. School, I believe my friends in the U.S. would call it. Uh, So you have a primary age, elementary age student who can go without the parents' permission, without any sort of surgery, chemicals, anything like that, can just go and change the gender on their birth certificate. I mean, it is absurd. It is ridiculous. It needs no further explanation than that. It is utterly... It is nonsensical. It makes no sense but you know that's what we do here in australia is that uh, the labor party the greens the left side of politics pushes all of this utter garbage and the conservatives the liberal national party all of them sit on their hands and go "Mm, really not sure about that don't stand up for it and it's left to a few so-called fringe politicians who are actually fighting the good fight Yeah. Anthony Antich had a really good question in Parliament today. Why is it that we have Anzac Day, yet we have Pride Month? I thought that's an outstanding question. Because there's a lot of controversy, not my opinion, on the date of Australia Day. Again, not my opinion, which is twenty-sixth of January. Anzac Day is twenty of April, <clears throat> Anzac Day has always been the day for me that I have felt more passionately about because that's really the day where it doesn't matter what colour your skin is, what ethnicity you were, what religion you adhere to or what you did in the bedroom, you all bleed the same, you're all united under a common cause, which of course Anzac came out of World War One. so that's always been the day for me, that I've preferred to celebrate. But Alex Antich is correct in his questioning, why do we have Anzac Day and Pride Month? Why is it a rainbow flag is worth more than the Australian flag? And why is it that a guy who wishes to chop his genitals off is given far more respect, at least politically, socially, culturally, according to that, day, month, month is longer than a day, than a soldier who has actually served and fought for is or her country. Interesting question. But as we go on, down south into New South Wales, gone from New Zealand here into Queensland, down into New South Wales. First line, an openly gay penguin couple are sharing their story to teach young primary school students about same-sex relationships. I'm gonna stop right there. Rebecca Borg, that is a load of utter garbage. That is just such a loaded activist-type sentence. I mean, you're going to call yourself a journalist. I'm going to respectfully disagree with that. Madly in love, penguins, S-P-H-E-N, I assume it's pronounced Sven, Sven and Magic, are giving New South Wales children as young as four, yeah, you heard me correct, four, An insight into same-sex relationships after the openly gay couple raised their chick, Lara. I'll carry on. Kindergartners to grade two aged kids, five to eight, four to five, seven to eight-year-olds, will be given the opportunity to learn the couple's story as a part of a new New South Wales syllabus that educates children on sexuality and consent. Firstly, they're penguins. Secondly, these children are aged five to eight and you're going to teach them about sexuality. What in the hell is wrong with you people? I'm just trying to find the next sentence here in this article. Sven and Magic haven't left each other's side since 2018, with the pair developing a strong bond over time. Okay. We used to have two dogs that developed a really strong bond. Didn't mean they were gay. When the breeding season came around, their keepers didn't want the pair to feel left out. Ah, see... There we have it, the socially engineered gay penguins who don't know any damn difference. (sighs) When the breeding season came around, their keepers didn't want the pair to feel left out, so they taught them how to incubate a dummy egg after building their own nest out of pebbles. The pair took such great care of the fake egg that their keepers allowed them to foster a real one to see if it would hatch, I mean, let's take aside that that's a natural instinct of a penguin to raise an egg. That's what they do. Taking aside that. Gay penguin, I mean, how much are you reading in to a penguin, for goodness sake? When both have the instinct to raise the egg, you put an egg there. Both are going to instinctually raise the egg. Thanks to their teamwork and endless love, get me a bucket to throw up in. The pair hatched a baby now known as Lara. Going on, I think a lot of schools now are trying to be more inclusive. Ah, oh, there's that word again. If I could go the rest of my life and not hear that word inclusive, I would be a very happy person, happy man, M-A-N, happy man. Uh, inclusive in their teaching and educating children on more diverse relationships. There's that other word, diverse. I feel animals are a really good way to do that because kids are very accepting of them. Yeah, and adults who know how to manipulate said animals are very good at manipulating said animals. I love this next sentence here. Penguins share equal parenting duties except for the actual egg laying, of course. You don't say. So that means it doesn't matter what combination of sexes you have with the parents. Yeah, it does. Because a male penguin can't lay an egg. You muppet. It does matter what the combination of sexes are. Who lays the egg? The male penguin? No, to the best of my knowledge, that does not occur. Though, if I don't, uh, what do you do? Teachers have applauded the collaboration. Of course they have. Of course they have. Saying the unit of work which covers pre excursion, excursion, and post excursion activities is a quote great resource. Give me a break. I mean, the first two words of that article, gay penguins, should send, should just make you go, you've got to be kidding me. So I wonder how this actually works, and I haven't looked into it, maybe I should for my own interest. I was going to say amusement's sake, I'd probably laugh, because if I didn't laugh, I'd cry at what New South Wales wishes to teach seven-year-olds. I wonder what they would do about uh, explaining how man with man doesn't equal egg. I wonder how they'd explain that. And this is the problem. The problem is the church and Christians have just shoved their head in the sand like a good old ostrich for the past 50 years. Or they've decided down the route of trying to be socially inclusive and diverse and all of that other bollocks. Start waving rainbow flags around. Oh, yes, we can have gay ministers, openly gay married relationship ministers and all of the rest of it. And you go what point do you'll just open the Bible again as a Christian and go, hmm, what can I and can't I do? What should I and shouldn't I be in support of? Now, if this doesn't attract the ire of the opposition in New South Wales, the Liberal National Party in New South Wales, then they are as good as useless. May as well not be there. I'm going to send this on to a few of the sane politicians around and I'm going to hope that maybe I might just get a few people who have a far bigger following than me to perhaps put a stop to this utter nonsense. What do you want to do? Is that what you want your children? Are you who are Christians sending your children to public schools in New South Wales, state schools in New South Wales, particularly in Sydney? Is this this is what you want your six-year-old to learn about? If it's not, stand up and do something about it. Because otherwise, don't stand up at all. Don't complain if you're not going to do anything about it. I intend to try and do something about it. So, we will see. Until next week, God bless.